Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. And a good morning to you. Good morning, Faj Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it, but I still laugh. <laughs> the Faj Lodge or the Good Morning? Or the Good Morning. <laughs> I think the Faj Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I wonder what you're going to be called in like 10 years, because I feel like every year or so, there's like a nuance to your nickname that changes. It, it used does, to be Faja, yeah. now Faj Lodge. Well, I think I'm just totally weird. <laughs> You, you realize these are just your nicknames, I okay? I know, I know. It's just like the evolution of, of yeah. oddities for yeah. me. You know, I just keep changing it, evolving it. I don't know what that means. There must be a psychologist. Any psychologists out there, let's find out what the heck that means. I, I don't know if we want to know. Oh, well, that's true. What if it turns out to be something very problematic? All right, just email I'd me. rather ignorance is me. bliss, right? <laughs> just email me. <laughs> Or better yet, just tell Christina. I don't want to get. I don't. I don't want to get too into my own head. Yeah, no. <laughs> There's some things that just don't need to be understood. Yeah, I think. I think we just leave it the way it is. All right, I withdraw that request. But just tell us how great the podcast is. Oh, Dad. <laughs> well, good morning, listeners. Yes, it's good so morning. good to be with you today. And we are going to talk about something that I think is really important. We just celebrated Labor Day. Mm -hmm. And with that, it's a day to reflect and appreciate the things that life has to offer that are outside of laboring and work, right? Mm -hmm. And with that, I think it makes sense to think about how can we continue like as you know leaders and as human beings and employees and companies how can we think about how do we make the workplace environment a more positive one so that people don't feel like they need a day of well everybody needs a day of rest but so people are looking forward to the time that they spend and are motivated and happy to be contributing to a cause that is your company or your business rather than people begrudgingly coming to work to collect a paycheck. No, that's very true. That's very true. And, you know, uh, obviously everyone on Friday will be like, yeah, it's Friday and we have the weekend and all that. And that's fine. That's all good. But uh, you, you bring up a good point. As much as we, uh, and if you are a manager or a leader, can help your employees not dread Sunday nights so much, Think about that as far as helping people live a better life. That's pretty cool. Like, what would the world be like if we all just lived for Mondays? That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, yeah. I mean, listen, everybody wants to have their time to like chill out and relax, but wouldn't it be really cool if every week you were as excited to like get started, get after everything that had to be done for the cause in your job as you were to get after plans for the weekend right that's, that's very true and that like one it was just a balance in that you know you were equally excited because you got as much joy and fulfillment from moving things forward or making an impact at work as you did to you know spending time with loved ones and friends and family and that's all that right. that's right that's very good 
I think and, we can get yeah. there. Like, I don't well, think that that's a can, world that can't, a... I don't think that's something that can't exist. And I'm sure there's people that live that way, you know, all year long. Mm-hmm. But um, how can we do that, Dad? Well, as a, I'm going to speak from a leader, and I'm using the term leader versus manager. And I think because part of the problem is when you are a manager, now your title might be manager, that's fine. But a leader inspires people and motivates people and creates a culture in their department, in their area. And even if that department is one person or 10 people or 50,000 people, you create an environment in which people feel that they are empowered to make suggestions, that they uh, have that their voice is heard, that uh, you're not nickel and diming them. Because think about it. If you, if you feel that you have to nickel and dime people, well, you have to first now ask yourself, and I'm saying people, but I want, I want managers to think about this. What makes you feel that way? Maybe you have one or two employees that are not working up to par. Don't paint the entire department with that same brush. And that's where it becomes harder as a leader or a manager because the number one rule of leadership and management is to deal with your employees and your staff as individuals, not as a group, because they're all individuals. That helps you then stop painting everybody with the same brush. Well, and I think that same thing is you need to go into things almost like you assume the best in people, right? Rather than assuming people are trying to take advantage at all times. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, sure. I'm sure people take advantage at different times, but whatever, right? Like Mm -hmm. if 75% is really good, I think assuming the positive and and letting people impress you in a positive way Mm -hmm. is important because you I think whenever I've seen leaders that are looking for what people are doing wrong or looking at you know how somebody might be cutting a corner I think it breeds more of that mm-hmm. and you know and and suddenly that's all you're seeing right and it right. creates this culture where there's no trust and you can't I, I think that's where you can't have a positive workplace culture without trust right and it goes both ways that's correct that's correct and that's where I, I really believe being motivational being, um, you know, inclusive, like helping people to voice how they feel, um, making an environment where where your staff doesn't uh, isn't afraid to offer up suggestions for how things might be better. You, that that reflects better on on you, and also giving praise and not taking credit. Don't you take the credit as a, as a leader or a manager. Give the credit to the employee who came up with something or did a good job. And what you'll find is that you start to get involvement and people are more thrilled in it and, and encouraged and feel happy when they're at work. It's, it'll change everything. You are so right. In leadership, you cannot be an ego-driven leader. No. I think that's something like you almost have to get to the point where you're totally comfortable with everyone else getting credit for things, even if it's things you did. Right. I think it's like opposite, right? Where do the work, be the partner, and then allow somebody on your team to take all the credit. That's a positive 
place to be. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And you said something that I think is important to just drill into a little bit differently than I think how you intended it. Mm-hmm. The, the fear part. People need to feel safe that they can also come to you when something wrong yes, happens. Correct. Like when they f***ed up, right? I shouldn't say that word. I, when they you said screwed it. up. Okay. <laughs> no, but like when somebody screws up, yes. they need to feel safe to talk to you as their leader and Correct. and it ha- and that safety has to go all the way up right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that we're constantly looking at how we protect our employees and how we help people to everybody makes mistakes right, right. and you need to be able to move on from them and mm-hmm. it can't be a cat- sometimes you know if something's horrific right well, but yeah. not everything can be a catastrophe and when something happens where there's a mistake made and it's a well-intended person and something happens mm-hmm everybody needs to feel safe to move on from that. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. something that's really important in workplace culture that, you know, we approach things as, okay, how do we solve for this? And it's not a, not the end of the world. <laughs> right. That's right. Because that's right. you don't want somebody to feel like they don't want to come to that. They're embarrassed to come to work on Monday or, you know, what is this going to do for me long term? Correct. Yep. And, and that's why I'm going to keep coming back to the fact if you treat people as individuals, then everything you just said works for the per- the people who are really giving it their all and really participating and all that. The person who's a problem uh, will eventually get rid of them, you know. But don't don't say, oh Joe, you know Joe made that same mistake three times, so we're gonna put this procedure in, and and everybody has to do you know whatever at the end of the day or some stupid you know. Uh, nickel and dime thing or or you're going to verify what everybody did every every day i mean think about that you're if you're a leader and a manager what are you supposed to do your job is to get the work product whatever that is for your company out the door better high quality and you do that through and with people a hundred percent but if you're just going to be someone who's drawing lines and you know crossing T's and dotting I's and making sure that right and forgetting about the mission right we can get a computer so, for that pal. right so focused on <laughs> yeah. so focused on like tracking activities that you lose sight of the mission correct <laughs> figure a way to get that done you know or you know what give that job to to a part-time you know like one of the people who works for you maybe who's better at that let them do that if you think it's necessary you do things that start bringing the company forward so what do you think happens? Let's like break it down, right? Like let's say, and we're not talking about like, you know, a, a workplace culture that's like discriminatory or we're, we're not talking about any of that. We're no, talking, no, no. we're no. talking about just like your everyday company, right? There's things that in, in any company can be done to make people happier overall. Right. If there's a toxic culture or, you know, things that are happening that are like ethically not cool, that's a whole different that's problem. Different, we're not talking about that. But right. um, let's talk a little bit because I think that this backfires, right? Like when you have a culture that could be somewhat problematic, right? Where people don't feel completely safe. There's, you know, let's, let's call it, you know, the, the pressure, the, you know, grind, like whatever it is, like if people don't feel that they're, if people are burning out, um, what is, what do you see? Because I've got a thought in mind here. Okay. I think the challenge is that you're going to hold on to the wrong people. Like, the mediocre performers are going to stay either way. Wait, I'm I'm, I'm, You're not tracking, I'm with, not me. tracking with So you. let's say that 
you've got a workplace culture that's okay, right? But there's some challenges, right? Yeah. I think that the people that will stay are the people that don't have other options. You're going to lose your best people if you're not promoting the right kind of positive workplace culture. I I believe that. That's correct. So you're going to be left with a squad of B players or C players. If you are a negative. Exactly. Yes. Because they're going to go to, they're going to go to an employer of choice. They're going to go somewhere that the benefits are better. The culture is better. The balance of their work life and home life is better. Right. Yes. But you're going to keep all your mediocre players. So you're going to be constantly like chasing the bottom rather than if you. So what you're saying is just to clarify, if you are the manager who is the manager, not the leader, who is nickel and diming, who checks everything and creates a uh, a very, I'm going to just say less than fun environment or perfect environment. You are correct. Your leader, your people who are the best functioning people will leave because they know they they can go somewhere else and they will bring their expertise, but more importantly, their positive attitude and their motivation to a company that appreciates that. And you will be stuck with the people who are, woe is me, you know, blah, blah, blah. I can't, you know, do this. I can't do that and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think like that's a, that's a something that probably happens more slowly where where all of a sudden you look around and you're like wait a second we we lost some really cool really great talent and now we've got to figure out you know how do we continue to get there with a b squad <laughs> and and you know what's a good a good test of that or a good indicator is when there's a when there's an open position in the company and it gets posted you'll find that the bad manager, all of their people want to post for any other position in the company. Within the company? Yeah. Now, you'll always have people who say, oh, yeah, I always wanted to work in that department, right? And post for that. But when you see a department that everybody wants out. Yeah, that's a good sign. Your senior leadership should look at that and say, I don't think those empo- every one of those employees are the problem. Yeah, so if there's the like problem. one area that's a revolving door, that's maybe a sign if you're looking yes. at your organization as a whole that yes. you've got a problem in that area. I have seen this time and again, um, you know, in my consulting work, you know, before and, and everything else, you would see, you literally could see it in companies where when you would as a consultant and you'd go around and you're doing analysis and things like that it was so self-evident to see who the poor manager was the one who just was not the leader was not helping the company at all and that manager would always think that they were the best that the people need that kind of management because they just won't function. And I used to say to myself and say to the, you know, the owner of the company or whoever hired me, are they managing third graders or are they managing adults? Because that that's just it. You know, this isn't third grade. You have third right. grade, you have to corral these kids, you know, and all that stuff. But if you have adults, people who are, married they have children they have lives they they're you know they've experienced again if you have a poor performer deal with that poor performer but don't you you have to motivate everyone give people encouragement 
let them have a voice. Um, and, and if and if you if they come to you with something you're not doing right, oh, be open and and at least receptive. If you're not going to change it, at least let them know that you can that they can voice that without feeling that they're going to get fired now. Right. So as leaders, for leaders that are listening to this, like what do you think are ways for, you know, just tactically for people to, you know, approach their style a little bit differently? You talked a little bit about obviously not nickel and diming and, mm -hmm. and you know, not, you know, not the micromanagerial style. I don't think anybody really responds well to that. No. <laughs> um, but what would you say are some tactics that you can take to foster a better environment for your team? I think, first of all, get to know your employees. Know them on an individual basis. Um, and then lead them and, and manage them to their potential. Not everybody, they're not all the same. And I think that is your, your to me, number one, don't treat everybody the same. You as a manager have to adapt to everyone else, not the other way around. There are a lot of managers who say, hey, I'm your manager. You're going to do it my way. Okay, well, you got 10, 15, 20 people. They're all going to do it your way? I don't think so. Well, and then, I mean, do you really yeah. want an entire team of people that are just like you? Because that's not very productive, right? I yeah, I definitely don't want to. Not just like, like you, me. certainly. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. Do you want that? No. And what brings, what brings excellence to any endeavor is other people's opinions. Yeah, diversity of thought and being free to have those thoughts. Yeah. And, and empowered. And, to... and also, as a leader, to be humble enough to say, I don't have all the answers. Right. And and I think like as a leader getting to the point where you feel like your team is better than you are. Like yeah. I, I don't ever be scared of that. <laughs> no, I want everybody that reports to me to be better than me at what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Because and now I'm gonna say something. We've said this before. I'm just this is a good point to understand. If you come from an area of technical expertise, okay? So if you come from you know, I don't care. Any technology, you know, IT, accounting, law, engineering, you name it. Whatever the expertise is. And you have proud, what is it, prided yourself? And you pride in, yourself. In, Wait, Dad, in, ready? Yes. And you pride yourself <laughs> in. <laughs> Thank you. In being really technically competent, right? Now, a lot of those people want to stay right where they are because that's their wheelhouse and that's great. But if you're moving up in management, you have got to now learn how to get things done through and with people, not your own expertise. Yes, your expertise can help people learn. You can teach people to learn. You can give them your insights, but they are carrying out the work and making it better than you ever could have made it mm -hmm. because you're only one person in a sea of millions of ideas. So I want your unique take on this. I want so-and-so's unique take. If you can do that, you then start to relax your, your need to be the technical competent genius because guess where your, your, 
your appreciation is going to come from. Your strength is in how you choreograph your team and how Beautiful. you build the Could group. Could not have and said it better. You see you're that? Like, you're like a, um, what is that? Like the, you're the uh, one that's leading the orchestra. That's correct. You're the just orchestra there. leader, yeah. yeah. The conductor. The conduct. That's the word. There you go. <laughs> that's the word. There you go. <laughs> what are they, what would you call that person in front with the batons? <laughs> I don't know. I always thought it was cool holding a are stick. Are you sick? No. Am I going to be sick from this breakfast with no, you? No. I'm Are, you suffering? Avoid Are you suffering because you're around the dogs? We That's had breakfast at my house today. So yes. with that, that means Tiffany and Roscoe, the two little pups are here. And um, my dad's allergic to them. He also tends to sneeze a lot when he's around them. And Roscoe does not appreciate the sound of his sneeze. So I'm desperately so trying not to sneeze. If we happen to get a sneeze on, on air, you will hear. Yep, uh, that, that's what you is. will hear. And he came over. Yep, so. Roscoe did not like that. He knew you but were talking they're about they're special him. guests today on that's the podcast. Right. That's right. So do you have anything else to add? Because, you know, now that uh, Roscoe just, you know, made his... Uh, his debut well you know i was thinking a little bit um we were talking about you know there's the the age-old saying people don't leave companies people leave leaders right, right. or people leave managers, managers bad yeah. managers um and so much of this is a people thing with that in mind um you know large depending on what size of companies you know our listeners have there's more than just your department right and there can be different, you know, areas of the business, you can control, right, how you manage and lead your team. And that can be, you know, the way that you work with your own manager and the way that you work with the people that, you know, are reporting to you. Right. How do you handle a situation where, you know, I think that's part of obviously looking for a company that the overall values and all of that align with, with, you know, your personal values. But, Let's say that there's leaders in other areas of the business that handle things a little bit different. How do you as a leader um, insulate, in some cases, your team from that? Or how do you deal with that, you know, where maybe you want to impact your group? This, is this making sense? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm counting the words. Three words. Lead by example. Mm -hmm. Just, in other words... You function the way you want to function and lead in the motivational leadership style that we have just talked about and to hell with everything else going around. I agree with that so much. <laughs> because what will happen, be confident, be, don't let anybody pull your department down to their level. Remember, as you rise, and when I say rise, I'm not talking that you're necessarily moving up to be president. You're rising in uh, the fact that your department is knocking them dead, accomplishing every one of its goals, exceeding goals, bring, you know, handling more things. Mm -hmm. As you're doing that and your people are motivated and happy and fulfilling and giving you great ideas and you're managing, right? As, that's rising. So you're rising. Guess what mediocre people and managers want to do? Pull you down to their level. And what you do is you shake them off like you're shaking someone off on <laughs> you your leg. you keep on rising. Correct. Just shake them away. Don't even worry about it. Stay focused. Keep going. 
when I ran track, which, you know, now many Whoa. years ago, I ran track. <laughs> well, really, this is a throwback here. This is a throwback because I actually ran track. <laughs> he has not run the way in my you, whole life. The so. way, <laughs> it was high school. The way you lost a race was when you thought that you were worried about who's coming behind you and you turned your head. Our, I remember the coach would just say, run, just run. Full, just don't worry about who's around you. And it was the God's honest truth because I, I, it, it was human nature to say, the finish line is up there. Am, am I doing good? And I would turn my head and this SOB would come flying past <laughs> me because in the fact of turning my head to look. You took your eye off the prize. Well, and, and you slowed down. Your, mm -hmm. you, your, your cadence got ever so slightly missed up. I, I didn't say they would beat me by four miles, but they would beat me by all that mattered. Because you lost your momentum. I took second place by second, uh, microseconds, mm -hmm. right? I know I'm yelling and I'm sorry. But no, keep that, this going. That is the key. Manage your department so that what will happen is other people will say, what the heck is she doing? What does she do to get that productivity? Model her. That's what you want, not, you know, I, I really wish you'd, you'd stop doing that because I, I just can't seem to, yeah, well, guess what? Thanks. Shake them off and keep going. Don't talk to them. And if that person goes to lunch with you, stop going to lunch. <laughs> it always if, comes if, back to lunch. If, yeah, exactly. <laughs> want, you always find a way to bring it back to I lunch. I only want positive That's people That's what you at say. Lunch. You say you can't sit with us. <laughs> Since I'm not running anymore, I'm going to eat now. So that's you can't it. sit with you me at lunch. You cannot sit with me at lunch anymore. Well, and that's a good point, right? You can choose who you spend. You have to spend time with certain people, right? There's going to be things that you have to do for work, but you can choose the people that you spend, that you keep yeah, in but, your circle and the people that right. you value their but run opinion. run in your areas, run them the way you want to run them, be motivational, do everything that we just told you, and don't look back. And don't look sideways. Don't look anyway. Just keep going forward. I like that. Well, yeah. I feel like mic drop, Dad. We could just leave it right there. <laughs> and let's do that. <laughs> let's absolutely do that. And, and here he yeah. goes, but we can't what? just leave it right there. We can't no, we end can. on a high note because he's got to just close it with a dad joke. I could see it happening. Listeners, brace yourselves. No. no. Brace yourselves. It's coming in hot. Why don't scientists trust atoms? <sighs> because they make up everything. <laughs> Well, with that, listeners, with that. <laughs> we appreciate your time this morning. Um, hopefully you got to relax and enjoy some time doing whatever you enjoy for Labor Day. And hopefully this episode gave you some things to think about, yes. um, whether it's where you are, who you're working for, or how you're leading those that you work with, whether you're a leader or whether you are a partner, whatever it is. Um, hopefully this gave you some food for thought of how to approach things a little bit yeah, differently. Yeah, I'm going to add one little thing as we go. It's not a dad joke, I swear to God. It better not Even be. Even if you are just, a, when I say just, please, there's nothing wrong with that. You have a job and you're just working in the job. You're not leading anybody and you're not doing anything. You're doing something, Dad. Motivate yourself. Be the best that you can be. You will be recognized by leadership and you will you will move to whatever level that you want to be in well and here we were so wrapping it up but that, that's a good point though we're wrapping yes. it up and you know what we're not done yet we're, we're not <laughs> freaking done yet because it's a good point all of us contribute to culture yes every single one of us when we come to work and it doesn't matter who you are it's smiling to people when you pass them yes it's being pleasant when you're working with your peers 
it's, you know, being considerate. And I think, you know, think about that, you know, every single one of us, whether you're a leader, whether you run the whole company, every single one of us have a role to play in making where we spend our time with work a pleasant place for people to come to. That's right. So do your part. We should be happy seven days a week. Yeah. I mean, life is too damn short. That's correct. Anyway, listeners, if you liked what you heard, like, share, subscribe, follow, share with a friend. I don't know. Just do what you do. Do We appreciate you listening (laughs) with us and we'll see you soon. Wherever you are, whatever your story, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world. Christina, my child will not eat fish. What can I replace it with? (laughs) Answer, a cat. Cats love fish. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.